Welcome to Messy Closet, the spiritual journey of Generation X. I'm Roseanne Carlo, and here we explore the 70s, 80s, and 90s in New York City, and the lessons my friends and I may or may not have learned. Mommy don't know, Daddy's getting hot at the body shop, doing something unholy. Yeah, I'm obsessed with that song, and I'm listening to it. And it says, give me love, give me Fendi, my Balenciaga daddy. Oh my God. And then there's another song that mentions, well, the whole thing is called Balenciaga. And this is just a throwback to Gen X life. Cigarettes and tiny liquor bottles, just what you'd expect inside her new Balenciaga. So... Are these artists in on it? Phil and Sam Smith, right? Are they in on it? Or did Balenciaga pay them to put them in their music to get us to buy more Balenciaga, which I don't own because I can't afford it. And if I could, I think it's too expensive anyway. I mean, the name is a is a beautiful sounding name. It rolls off the tongue so well, Balenciaga. You feel the the wealth and the luxury drip off of that name but when these other people started getting involved in its artistic direction it turned into an absolute nightmare balenciaga back in the day rivaled christian dior that didn't come out for a long time this is from like 1919 this brand Now, whether all of this trafficking, as I spoke about in the last episode that Kanye said he used the word trafficking, whether that was happening back in 1919 with this brand, we don't know. I mean, every fashion brand could be a cover and then they use celebrities to get you to buy their expensive stuff and they make deals. And, you know, like I said, I think it's an open secret. But I also think it's one of those things, like if you just ignore it, it's not there. Or if these celebrities ignore saying anything, it will just go away. But of course, the name that was called out the most is Kim Kardashian. And I said, I have never watched an episode of the Kardashians. I wasn't like the biggest fan. And I'm like, well, you know, they can give their kids a lot. They're great moms. And then I'm like, oh, my God, look at this. But here's where I find the truth out. And I you know, tilt my opinion back favorably a bit because Kim Kardashian declined the new campaign offer from Balenciaga before breaking her silence on, as TMZ calls it, the BDSM controversy. Oh, she had announced that she's reevaluating her future with the brand. And it, uh, like, she had basically already made up her mind. So, Her silence was silence and her statement was, I think, a little bit like weak, but I think that she needed to say something and stick within the legal lines of what she could say before she could find it in her contract to get out. So she declined an offer from the brand before she made this statement and she's ditching outfits that she was going to wear at upcoming events. So they presented her an offer, and this is from sources close to, um, to do a 2023 campaign before the BDSM ads were live. We were told once those ads went public, 
Kim made the rejection offer before releasing a statement on the issue. And she had these plans to wear all of these outfits and she's pulled the plug and she's de- uh, contacting new designers for options. Um, that is great. You know, I'm going to I'm going to give it to her for that because it's a tough decision to lose, you know, a big brand and to have your name attached to it. And then you now you have to, like, reboost your image. And I heard a rumor and I don't know if it's true that Balenciaga owns like 20 percent of KKW something or KK. I don't know what her stuff is. Um, the only thing I know is skims. And, you know, I saw people like destroying the skims online, but she took a lot of heat is what they're saying on TMZ for not denouncing it immediately. But she's not locked into a contract right now and isn't directly making money from the company. Now, this could be true. This could be a PR spin. This could be put out there because she's trying to get out of it. But at least let's give her some credit for cutting the ties and you know, just looking into other options. And I think one of the ways to help that image, and obviously this deal was going on long before the Balenciaga Saga controversy whole deal, is that Skims just launched a line with Snoop Dogg. Like Snoop Dogg is everywhere. He's with Martha. Now he's with Kim. And I mean, you know, he's got his image from the 90s of being like, you know, this gangster rap dude. And then he grew into this like pot smoking, you know, just family dude. And, you know, he's had his share of controversies too. But us Gen Xers, we grew up with him and his music and, and Tupac and, and Biggie. Probably shouldn't say those two in the same sentence, but it just did. Um, and all of that. And we, you know, we grew with him. So I, I'm kind of uh, I'm kind of excited to see this and I hope that, you know, this works out for them in terms of like, I don't know, just helping to clean up some of this. Now, getting back to the brand itself, the, the people that haven't said anything are not going to say anything. The celebrities, they're going to remain silent and they're going to see, you know, if their careers will continue to boost from this. The ones who have spoken out, at least we have to give them credit for doing that. I know it's all a PR stunt, but they do have like a fortune that they've amassed that if they have nothing, their lifestyle's gone and that's gonna bother them a lot, you know? And I've been homeless. I've lost like everything. So I'm very like, you know, possessive of, what I have in my own life because I lost it all. So I could see being possessive of that, like for your children. I mean, we're all human and the best thing to do is to look out for each other. But sometimes we do need to look out for ourselves too. You know, it's like that whole thing when you're on an airplane, put your own oxygen mask on first before you can help someone else. So you have to be able to stop and breathe, catch your breath, and think clearly before you can jump in to do something to help for someone else. And I'd like to see, you know, where this all goes. So let's see how well the Snoop Skims campaign goes and see if that helps, 
you know, to boost her image or to see if her fans and the fans of the Kardashians are literally just going to, like, cancel the whole thing over it. I mean, they'll be fine financially, right? All of them. But you don't want to see people lose everything because, again, that's not fair. And that's what I dislike about cancel culture. But when it comes to exploiting children, I think the brand itself and I think the company that owns the brand and I think that the brands that are associated with this, they need to jump in and just start talking. I think these insiders need to come forward and speak anonymously and give some blind items and let us know what really goes on behind the scenes, who's in charge of what and who's doing what. Because we can all come up with our conspiracy theories. We can all take those blind items. I mean, as true as they are, sometimes they can also be read like a Nostradamus prediction. Like, is this really what they're talking about? Because, you know, they're related to headlines, but is it true? I mean, I've heard that some celebrities write their own blind items so it directly comes from them or their PR teams to put out there. But why would you want these certain things out there about yourself? I don't know. It's just, it's so, that's why it's called Holly Weird. Like I said, I'm fascinated by Julia Fox. And then she's like, no children were harmed in the making of this. Honey, children were harmed. Harmed mentally and emotionally harmed, which is sometimes so much worse than physical harm. And I have been there too, in an abusive relationship. And honestly, I would have rather had him at least like punch me in the face and get it over with than the constant and consistent like badgering and narcissistic ways of being. And it just, that's a whole other tangent. But the point is, like, you put these things out there about yourselves, or you put these blind items out there about yourself, and you create more speculation. And that's why it's like, is this all real? Or are they pushing an envelope? What is the truth? The truth of the matter is that there are a lot of wealthy and powerful people out there who can say and do and get away with things. And the people that they exploit along the way do not have the voice or the means to speak out and make themselves heard and be believed. And that's where I encourage free thinking again. Like we have to get to the truth of it And we have to understand that not everyone in the world is the same. Meaning we don't all believe the same things and we're not going to. And that's like my issue with the whole woke thing. And I've said this. I said that I believe that the woke way of thinking is anger and trying to punish the past and anyone associated with the past in order to make a better future. But we're focusing so much on history in the past and pointing blame in this situational design that's been created by the media and we have picked up and carried on social media that we're losing the fact that 
it's not about race and religion and any of that. It's about a caste system. It's about the elite versus the middle class and poor and how they have all the power and that 1% wants to remain the 1% or become the 0.05% because they would like it to be more of an exclusive club to be able to get what they want. And power corrupts, money corrupts. When doors are opening for you just because you show your face, that's a powerful thing. So when you have a powerful face and you have an agenda that you want out there and that powerful face wants more money and that fashion line wants their agenda, you create... Sometimes it's not even a partnership. Sometimes it's just an alliance. It's like literally a business alliance so that you both get what you want. And then you can up the price of your items because this person living in luxury in multi-million dollar homes that some of us, our whole house could fit in their living room, will never get to see and experience. But we're like, oh, I want a taste of that. I want a piece of that. So since childhood, Gen Xers have been indoctrinated into believing that ultimate wealth is success. And that's not everyone. I can't say that because I have like so many friends, including myself, that like, you know, we're just like, like, you know, close to debt free and can do the things that we want to do. But, you know, I'll admit I went to acting school for a reason, right? I wanted to be mostly on stage, but I wanted to get recognized back when I was young. I wanted a red carpet. I still think it would be like a great experience if it was the right circumstances. You know, I would still love to get my face maybe back in front of a camera somewhere, like a professional camera, not my little silly phone. And whatever though like it is what it is and that's the way we were raised but we were also raised to love chanel and fendi and gucci and balenciaga and manolo blahniks thanks to sex in the city and then louboutins thanks to just louboutin being louboutin and here we are and i was 20 years ago you know, trying to look like one of the celebrities, trying to act like one of the celebrities. I can't say I was going broke because I had the money at the time to do it, but in the end, you know, it wasn't a lifestyle that I was able to continue. And I did grieve that for a long time, but along the spiritual journey, I realized that all of this stuff falling away paved way for me to be able to talk about these issues freely to you without being in a world where I am going to betray anyone. Because I don't have an NDA. The few celebrities that I have spoken to have been super kind, really nice. They didn't seem weird at all, for real. But that little secret town I was telling you about in New York, here's the funniest thing, right? I had some, some people come visit, some friends come visit, and we went to a brunch, and it was around noon, and all of a sudden, this whistle goes off, like this firehouse whistle. And they're like, what is that? I said, well, that's the noon whistle. That's how like tiny this town is, that it has like a noon whistle. It's so strange. Not church bells, just a noon whistle. 
and it was coming from across the street from where we were sitting and they see a sign up and it's a tattoo parlor and the name on the tattoo parlor is a former A-list actor who has not done movies in a long time but he's now a tattoo artist and his actual last name if you drive through the town you will see it now if you didn't know that he was both an actor and a tattoo artist, you wouldn't make the connection. But knowing that he had moved to that town, again, for privacy with his wife and kids, he asked everyone in the town, all of the business owners, to say it's not him that owns that tattoo shop. But then why did you put your own last name on it? Like, just just make up a, a name. Just be like, you know town tattoos or something like that and then there's whispers that such and such celebrity is the tattoo artist that owns it and go see him but when your name is on the sign when your name is on the sign and you're like yeah it's not him it's not him and i like the other business owners i had a business there for a little bit and the other business owners were like yeah no it's not him i'm like but why is his name on the sign like it's just something that i don't get it's like you want attention, but you don't want attention. It's just very strange. And I think it's just that air of exclusivity that everybody wants. And I mean, I'll admit there's a point in my life or two where I've wanted a bit of exclusivity myself. And I don't think that there's anything wrong with those human desires as long as they don't turn the tables and become exploitative of children where it puts them in a position where they do not understand what is going on. They know energetically. They're feeling it. It's weird. They're not being protected. And their parents are like taking the money and saying that the kids had a good experience. Really? Did you talk to your kid? Did you take them to a therapist? My God. We can't undo the past and we cannot undo our mistakes. None of us, we are all human and none of us are going to behave and act perfectly according to what everyone else thinks that we should do. And that is the truth. 100% of us will make a mistake, a misstep all the time. And sometimes it's a huge, horrible Pandora's box mess where you're in PR crisis and you don't know what to do because you're aligned with a brand that is freaky. Freaky. And some of the designers and creative directors for the brand have to do with people that think are cannibals and satanic cults and witches in Hollywood. Again, don't know if it's true, can't confirm. These rumors are out there though. Sometimes rumors are out there for a reason. So... Where I believe that we need to allow people grace to figure out what to do and say and make statements, whether we think they're weak or not, and then they take another step and we're like, all right, it's never going to be good enough for anyone with like a certain amount of integrity that was raised to like protect children and like doesn't have all that money and and whatever, because I, I do think it just corrupts your sense of thinking and your morals. I really do. But they are human. And the truth lies in there somewhere. And I'm just hoping maybe that one day 
there will be a documentary where every celebrity who has said something or not said something or has inside information about it will be able to sit down and speak freely about what is happening and why they don't want people in their circles. Why the nepotism children, they're like the nepo babies that they say are the next generation of Hollywood. Is it to protect the secrets or is it to protect the eliteness or is it a little bit of both? I don't know. It's driving me crazy. And you know what, you guys? I wish I knew. I wish I was on the inside and knew. And then I'm like, what would I do if I was on the inside and know? Would I say anything myself and spill it? Or would I be like, oh my God, I don't know what to do. I'm so afraid I'll never say a word. Who knows? Who knows what people are afraid of and not afraid of? Do I, uh, do I wish the best for those kids going forward in life? Yes. Do I wish healing to them? Yes. And do I wish that people in Hollywood would really step forward and break the illusion of what's going on and just spill it? Yes. I have been on this topic for a week. I don't even know if I'm going to be able to let it go, but I will try. But back when I wanted to be an actor, when I wanted the stage, when I wanted my red carpets and fancy clothes and, you know, whatever, trailers and all that fun stuff, I heard rumors about all of this stuff as well. And weirdly, because I'm just a macabre weirdo, I'm like, I want to see, I want to know, I want to know what goes on. But the thing is, I never, well, at least as a kid, I never thought about it with children until Corey Feldman and Corey Haim in the 90s started talking about this and there is a documentary somewhere. So the documentary is called My Truth, which I said is a, a saying I hate, but this is coming from two people who have experienced horrific things and it's the R-A-P-E of the two Corys and it came out in 2020 and it was produced by Brian, no I'm sorry, it was directed by Brian Herzlinger and produced by Corey Feldman and Arthur Jameson and Feldman also stars in the film and it showcases the allegations that Feldman and Corey Haim, rest in peace, were abused as children and young adolescents by several men connected to the entertainment industry. So this was a big upset and, you know, apparently it set Corey Haim down a path where he was very self-destructive and now he's no longer with us. So to say that no children were harmed, you can't ask Corey Haim, but you can ask Corey Feldman, and you can ask any other child actor who is willing to speak up about what has gone on in Hollywood. The thing is, they were kids and afraid. Now they're adults, they're less afraid, but it's still there. So to everyone out there in Hollywood, I said it, we trusted you. It's not that I distrust everyone. It's not that I'm going to stop, you know, listening to music or watching movies 
but I'm going to be much more selective and careful about what I am doing and where I am putting my time and money because we are the consumers, right? We're the ones that buy, but we're also the ones with this simulation being thrown in front of our faces that this is what success means. So buy this Fendi bag, buy this Gucci bag, buy this Balenciaga so that you can be in with the elite crowd of Hollywood that you don't even live there. Like you're not there, you're not part of it. If you're there, then buy it, I guess, whatever. Take it from someone really who I spent a lot of money on a lot of designer stuff that's still just sitting in my closet collecting dust. You grow out of it, it's out of style. And you've spent like $900 on it. What are you doing? Feed someone with that. Give to a homeless shelter. Like do something good with it. You know? I mean, everyone's like, oh, you know, stop buying lattes. And no, you don't have to stop buying lattes. But it's probably good to if you're not, you know, if you don't have a lot of money to maybe not buy all of the designer stuff, the, dis- the stuff that's like connected to celebrities it's not that I don't wish them luck in their endeavors but they have enough money go put your money into a small business into a consignment shop into a thrift store that's like helping people goodwill something like that it's all fashion it all comes from the same place we have to wear clothes so we can be more selective, but we also don't know if a TJ Maxx brand is owned by one of, you know, a piece of this company as well. I mean, you really have to do your research. And then what do you end up with? You end up with like weaving your own cloth to make your own clothes. So the thing is, in some way or another, we are probably supporting this because it is across the board when you turn on a news channel. When you turn on TMZ and you hear about your favorite star, when you're clicking on their website, when you're buying from their brand or a brand that they promote. So I feel like there's not a whole hell of a lot we can do without hearing the truth from them. But I encourage that free thinking and I encourage everyone to keep posting what they find out. And let's just keep exposing until every single person knows we are disappointed and ashamed of them. Maybe. No, it won't do anything. It won't do anything. Some people have no feelings. Some people have no heart and no soul. And those people have a lot of money and are in charge of a lot of things and influence us a lot.